Today's podcast, in my opinion, has been one of my favorite ones to listen to. It really feels like, well, for me, it does feel like I'm hanging out with one of my friends because I am. But it really just feels like you're hanging out with one of your friends, listening to, you know, all the daily stuff we all go through in New York and elsewhere with dating in our 20s. And Melissa also has a podcast called He Said What, which you should definitely go check out. She has talked with plenty of very interesting guests, and I love it, so I think you will too. Before we get into that, I luckily have my beautiful mother sitting next to me. I decided that since so many people loved my quote-unquote banter with Evan a few weeks back, I wanted to introduce another character or person (laughs) rather in my life so mom say hi hi so I decided well I just decided it right now um do you want to say anything about yourself you're a decorator I'm a decorator I have five beautiful children who I'm so So proud of yes so let's get into I decided I want to do a few um would you rathers what is it called? What do you rather's? Okay. I'm going to ask you a few questions. Uh, guys, I also don't hear so well, so Tyler may have to repeat herself a few times. Hopefully you can hear me. Okay. Okay. Would you rather swim in 300 meters through shit or dead bodies? Shit. Really? 100%. Okay. Um, would you rather lose the, the, lose the ability to lie or believe everything you, you're told? I believe everything I'm told. So you don't want to lose the ability to lie. Okay. Would you rather be the funniest person in the room or the most intelligent? Funniest. Yeah, because you want to learn from the other people you're right. Could you go closer? Well, also, you know, being very intelligent has its disadvantages. Okay. Would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or your funeral? My funeral. Right. Why would anybody even care about that? I haven't looked over these. I'm kind of just scrolling through, which is why these are not very good. Okay. Let's talk about something else. Um, And I didn't understand the question with the ability to lie. I thought I was picking which one I liked better. That's what you are. Okay. Which one? I I would always like to be, what was the question? Be happy? Oh, Jesus. That was not (laughs) what the question was at all, and I don't know where it is. But I think you would say, I don't want to lose the ability to lie. I, I don't ever have to lie again in my life, so that wasn't... Or believe everything that you're I told. I would rather believe everything I'm told. That's yeah, the answer, answer. I right. You, that's what you said. Right. But that doesn't mean that I, I want to keep the lying to me. I'm just choosing the better. Yes. That's okay. how, would you rather you choose one or the okay, other? Okay. But then you... Clearly, s- she's never played this game. Never. <laughs> okay. Would you rather give up your love... Oh, these suck. Okay. Let's do something else. Okay. What was the best day of your life? The best day of my life... I can't really say I had the best day of my life, but I think when you I actually found out, because I, I have a lot of best days, but I think the actual best day is when I found that I was pregnant. With me. And you happened to be that person. But the day that I did find out that I was having, conceiving a baby was really a very great day of my life. Where were you? I was in my bathroom. You got no, it. I wasn't. I okay. just lied. Whoa. Sorry for people listening with headphones. Oh, my God. I was in CVS. In the bathroom? I ran and got a test and went into the bathroom at a CVS. It was in the city. 
and I uh, came out of there and got another test. Because <laughs> you didn't believe <laughs> because it. Because I didn't believe How it. How old were you? I was 23. Really? Wow. 23. And, uh, and then I believed the second test. And then Th- this I is think I called my mom right away. <laughs> and then I called my husband. <laughs> well, that's good that you told them. That is good. Yeah. They, they were very helpful in your upbringing. <laughs> I would say that. Maybe. Um, let's think what else. This hasn't been so intriguing. What, is there anything else you want to share or say? No, ask me. I'm not saying anything. I should have prepared for this more. Um, we can come back to me. Who was no, your most time. difficult child? I'm not doing this. Why? No chance. Who was your most difficult? You were really difficult for a certain time. Okay, and you outgrew it. And I'm not going, I'm not, I, no one. Everyone has their own times. I'm difficult sometimes too. Okay, so who's your, oh, we know that for sure. Okay. Who's your most favorite child? I don't have that either. Okay, this sucks. Anyway, enjoy Melissa's episode. She tells much more than my mom. <laughs> Love you all. I totally was that girl that like lost herself in a relationship and wait so he was your college boyfriend no no that was that was that was a whole nother like bucket I was only with this guy for like a few months and it was like one of those like stingers where like you it's not even I didn't like love him or anything but it like happened and it caught me so off guard and I was like well it's also was that your first time being broken up with um, actually, yes. Because that's, that's probably being, why being was... broken up with is insane. Yeah, it's like because someone ripped your throat And also open. you, I think, I mean, I don't even really know you, but if you're someone with confidence, you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm amazing. And it was definitely like an ego thing. I will say that. Like, No, it, it hurt. Like, it's, I mean, I, it was right after my parents were breaking up. And so I was going through like a lot of weird changes. Yeah. And... Like, life was really confusing, and I flew home early from a trip I with my dad and his new girlfriend on the plane. I was, like, really weird, and I went to his apartment and his friend Shabbat, his friend Shabbat with his friend's family, so I thought, like, everything was fine. Right. I mean, I felt off personally, but then the next morning, we have sex, and then he starts, like, oh, I'm probably going to cut this out. It's fine. Um, starts, like, hugging me and crying, and I'm like, um... What? What's going You're on? You're like, what the fuck is Literally. going on right now? And he's like, I can't believe we have to do this. And he basically like, and and we like broke up. Okay. And I was like, so confused. Like and obviously, old, yeah. Like- and my ego was like, fuck you. Not fuck you. But like, I got up and left. Right. Mind you, all my shit was still at his apartment. I lived downtown and my, I was working at F-Factor at the time. So we used to always sleep at his because it was closer to my office. And we had each other and find my friends. Oh, God. So I'm still watching. So you're like, I see you. Yeah. I see what I'm you're like, doing. I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you? All of a sudden, I see that he's right by my apartment. I'm like, okay, obviously, he's going to bring, like, flowers or something. Like, yeah. making me, like, I'm so sorry. And then he walks past your apartment. No. I, something my, and I had my mom come, like, hang out. Because I was like, what the, f- I don't want to, like, tell anyone else what right. was going on. And I get to, I get back to my apartment. And there's, like, a suitcase of all my shit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I literally, oh, like, lost so, it. Yeah, I was like, how you probably felt being yeah. broken up with. Like, I was broken up with. Yeah, getting dumb sucks. It was the worst. I cried, like, I wasn't okay for months after it. And that, but that was a two year relationship. I thought I was, like, getting engaged. If so, it was a little bit. Yeah, different. well, that's a little bit more, like, yeah. detrimental. But, like, with my college ex, like, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. And your college ex is also our age? Yeah. Like, that's insane. I know. Oh, I know. My, my boyfriend is nine years older than us. That's how you have to do it, though. Because my it's boyfriend, like, bef- the one that I'm talking about before that was also, like, I couldn't, like, 
I, I how, don't know. Do, how are you meeting these boyfriends? I don't know. Uh, from each other, usually. <laughs> that's amazing. No, I'm literally not kidding, though. You're like, but I'm so serious. Yeah. like that, That's great. I met Evan from who was my boyfriend for like four years, and the other one, mutual. I mean, it's all like from mutual friends. Yeah, I don't do the dating app thing. I never have done it. I've only, I mean, I've never, actually, I did do it for a little, when I, up with me, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I'll become lesbian. Yeah, but, literally, like I'm. Just so no, no, I literally when I'm Ryan, put, and it, put as it on lesbian. for a female. Yeah. yeah, because I've like experimented, obviously, and I was like, oh, why not? Like, yeah, let's see what else is out there. But it was all How did that worked out for you. I mean, I started talking to I. I can't go into one store because the girl owns the store, <laughs> and I used to love the store, but we had like a little like thing going on. Okay, anyway, so you were broken up with. Yeah, I was broken up with, and like. I've always been like so independent my whole life and I was like the dumb girl that was like independent in the sense of not like needing to rely on someone for like my happiness or like plans or like anything for that. And I think that this was like the first guy that I cared about from dating someone I was so in love with in college. And like I had like flings and whatnot after college, but I think because I was trying so hard to move on from my ex that I put so much emotion into the relationship. Right. Like on the weekends, it was like, you know, what are we doing? Kind of thing. Not like, okay, like have your own life. And that was well, like the biggest you lesson. Him every single day? Mostly, yeah. We lived like three blocks away well, from that's one another. That too. I think yeah. that's like, it's amazing, but it also could. No, be. it like backfires because you get like very bored of someone if it's not the right person. So do you, do you have roommates or did you have roommates? I had a roommate at the time. I live by myself now, but when I was dating him, I had a roommate. And but she had a boyfriend too, and she was, you know, out doing her thing. So it didn't feel like invasive in that element. But I would prefer to like hang out with him and his roommates because, you know, if he had roommates. Too, right? He's like twenty five. Yeah, literally, he was twenty five at the time. I was twenty five at the time. Um, I was actually like, I'm almost not not a full year older than him, but we graduated the same year. Oh my god, I can't. Like, I literally can't. Like, I see my guy friends from high school, and I love them, but. Emotionally yeah, and like they're mentally, they're not on the same page. No, completely. Not that my boyfriend, who's thirty-four, isn't on the same. Like he seems like he's like. But younger. like he probably has his shit together. I would hope a little bit more yeah, than like someone definitely. like that's like twenty-six, twenty-seven. Right. So you were like, okay, I want to focus on something else. But you're you have a full-time job. Yeah, I think I just like needed to do something that I was really passionate about. Have you had other passions before this? Yeah, but nothing that I ever like stuck with. Like when I was younger, like I did the whole like acting, singing yeah. thing, whatever. Well. Yeah, it didn't I didn't like ever like pursue it though. It was like I would have these like hobbies and I'd be like, all right, nah, I'm bored, whatever, move on. So were you always interested in like having real conversations with people? Yeah. Like I love talking, as I told you earlier, like I can talk to a wall. Literally, I could talk and, to myself. And, but like, I'm like, it's like a weird thing because like most people don't actually care about what other people have to say it's true I love hearing people's stories so like Same. this is like literally the perfect and that's like why I love it too is because I have the opportunity to meet so many people that you would have I never met. would have had the opportunity right. to that when I talk to people about it and they're like why are you doing this whatever I'm like no matter what comes out of this like I just finished this book called undateable okay I've heard I haven't read it but I've heard I it. emailed the author and like she's coming over next week yeah like, that's so fucking cool it's literally you just have to like reach out people are like people want to talk they want to talk and like if they have an opinion if they have a voice that wants to be heard they will right. make it happen yeah I mean and it also helps them yeah. okay so you were you decided to make your your podcast is called he said what what yes. does that mean so originally the idea like stemmed from like having all these questions about like what guys really think because 
I have an older brother and I think that in my mind I was like, I get guys, I know what they're thinking about. Like it all makes sense. And then when this happened, I was like, I don't know shit. Like I literally don't know right, what I'm things were perfect. Yeah. I'm like, I'm clearly like the clueless girl that has no idea what she's actually doing with her life. Um, and so I started like asking my guy friends like about, you know, their dating experiences and you know what they're up to. And I like texted my best friend and I was like, I have an idea for a podcast. I think I want it to be called. He said, what? Were you listening to other podcasts? Not really. Like, oh, like I'm obsessed. I, I like listen to like, you know, the skinny confidential Lauren Everett's obviously, you know, I work on her network too, but I just started as a hobby. Like I didn't go into it and I was like, I want, you know, this to like, obviously everyone wants it to like right. become well, I mean, something, but you have like a great career. Like it's like, yeah, it was like, you know, a side thing. And then it turned into something that I never even like fathom that it could happen. Yeah, that's how I feel now. I mean, I don't, I'm not on a network or anything, but I see the numbers and I'm like, Whoa. And it will just continue to grow because it's exciting. yeah, it's amazing. And it gives you the opportunity to like talk about things that. So has, what has he said? What turned into it? You have people on to talk about dating. Yeah. So we talk about dating and really like cut through the bullshit of like everything we're all thinking about, but we don't talk about like the conversations you have intimately with like your girlfriends right. or even with your boyfriend, like those types of things that has been, if like, someone who's listening to this what would be what, what episode would you suggest they listen to well I'm unbiased I like I love all of them um I think one of my favorites that I took a lot away from was the fear of rejection I interviewed John Keegan um he's a dating coach for men and I had interviewed a lot of dating coaches that work specifically with women so it was really interesting getting a perspective from a male side of things because we all think like like guys are, you know, these like big guys, you know, they can just reject us left and right. But like, we're all insecure and like men are insecure too. They just show just it in different like, ways. Right. And like some guy, but I feel like there's some guys that like know how to date and like know the game and like, don't, you know, are what you're saying and like think so much about all these type of things. And then I think there's also like the, re like my boyfriend, I don't think he's ever properly like dated someone. Cause he's never been like single in the city on the apps, you know, like if yeah. I, if we broke up, like, I don't think he would know what to he would do. Be like, where do I meet someone no, on the street? Literally. Like, where do I go no, with this? I'm not even kidding. Like, I think that like, he doesn't, he wouldn't know how to communicate and like do it. But then I think that there are the other guys like today, um, I was walking on the street and usually I don't give people my number. Obviously I yeah, you, live with my boyfriend. boyfriend that you live with in yeah. a beautiful home, I will say. Thank you. And, um, but today I was walking on the street and this like really hot guy, first of all, mind you, I, I literally looked like a homeless person. I'm like in a pe peplum or however the fuck you say that top. Peplum. Yeah. Peplum. With pe jeans. Peplum. We'll go with yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know what that accent was. Um, with jeans and I was wearing heels, but I switched into like common project. I mean, sneakers, like flat sneakers, like a huge like jacket. And I'm on the phone with my sister talking about God knows what. And this really hot guy I'm noticing is like walking with me. And every time we're at the stoplight, he keeps looking back. So I'm like, hmm, is he going to talk to me? And finally, after like four blocks and I hang out with my sister. He's still like trailing on <laughs> yeah. you. I wasn't sure if maybe he passes <laughs> off us. But anyway, he's still walking, whatever. He's like in personal sunglasses, like really good suit. I'm like, hmm. And he's like, hi. And I'm like, hey. And we start talking, whatever. And he's telling me that he's 
just moving back to the city. He went to Dalton, like whatever. I went to NYU, so I told him I went to NYU. We're talking, and he's like, "I'm also looking for a new apartment." And I was like, "Oh, well, I'm a real estate person." And he's like, "Oh, perfect. So now you'll definitely have to give me your number." So I do, and I'm walking home now, and I'm like, "Shit! Like, when is he gonna text me?" That's so, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know I'm like, because I obviously didn't tell my boyfriend, and so like I understand the game. Like, I'm like, "Oh, what is he gonna say?" Literally, you're like looking at your phone. You're like, "When is he going yeah, to reach so out to me?" Finally, he does. Oh, that's good. And he's like, "Hey." it's your new friend blank and I'm like hmm what am I gonna say like it's a full on flirting game right you know what I mean completely like, it's wild like and I can understand why people like obsess and like think about emojis and all this like I said to my sister I'm like it's fucking nuts like I'm in a- it is yeah like literally it- people put so much thought into like what they say, like, oh, should I put a comma? Should I put a period? Like, explanation. And I, and Who my, gives a shit? My friends are sitting on the couch, like, where we are right now, asking me, like, is this good? Is that good? Could you write this for me? Could you write that for me? I'm like, I don't think that they're thinking about this. But you're they're, saying that they do. Like, people, it depends on the situation, right? Like, if you just meet someone. Know that guy, Jared Freed? I do. So I've listened to some of his stuff, and according to him, it seems like he has a lot of shit going on in his head. He, yeah, he's an, he's an interesting bird. Like, um, I look at, I, as I said, I don't think my boyfriend would be like that at all. No, I mean, I think some guys, and again, like, I'm talking about more of, like, a younger like, group of you men. You know Max, my ex-boyfriend, right? Yes. Like, is he thinking about that kind of shit? Probably. Like, what I've realized is guys that are, like, our age, most likely... Well, they grew up with the technology more, maybe. Right. And also, like, people are constantly glued to their phone. Like, people will, like, wait around, and they'll do this, like, slow play text game. And they'll, like, oh, she didn't respond to me for an hour. Okay, now I have to respond like, an hour later. And it's, like, it's bullshit. It, it, why does it matter, like, what time frame I respond well, to your text in? Well, the guy was just, like, can you meet for a quick drink in, like, an hour? <laughs> He's thirsty, no pun intended. Not, whatever. <laughs> And I'm like, hmm, I guess I just won't answer until I'm done with this. Yeah, so literally. I guess like it's like, That's the slow play. Like it, it's so a, funny. It's a thing. It's so stupid because we all have our fucking phones. I know. And but everyone's it's also looking weird, at their like phones. in New York City, don't you always think about this? Like in LA, it's so different. Like I feel like no one is busy. Like it's like eleven o'clock and everyone's like, Oh, I wanna meet up, wanna go for a walk, wanna go for a hike. Like in New York, it's not it's cool. The cooler you are, the busier you are. Right. Like, like I'm not looking at my phone. I'm actually doing shit all day long. Right. But I'm saying like, literally like you want to be having so much shit going on. Right. You know, like the fact, like it would be attractive to a guy, like my boyfriend knew about you. He would like have a heart on that. You were on at work all day. Then you're hustling to do a podcast. <laughs> then you're going to, he'd be like, wow, like she's really doing it. Like I'm like, I have two showings a day and I'm fucking like, well, oh, I'm, I'm single. So, so like, you know, yeah, set it up. Yeah. No, but it's, it's true. Like it's, it's a grind in New York. And like, I feel like people that are on their phones, even if they're at work all day long, like they're still like hoping that someone's going to text them. Right. And I just feel like it's such a game. Like it is. Yeah. It's too much. And it's like, Oh, I, can I, I be two imagine, steps ahead of you? Or like, it's just I bullshit. Couldn't, like I fear having to go through that. Yeah. Like, so actually, you should never end your relationship yeah. because I can attest. It is very challenging. I'm like looking at pictures of that right now. Um, so what did you do after you were broken up with? Did you go on apps? I know you're not on them anymore. Yeah. So I was like, I'm miserable. I need to like, you know, I've met people through mutual friends and whatnot, but I was like, I'm going to download Hinge. That was like brand new at the time. Wait, actually, I want to, before you start with that, so you, so you started the podcast at the same time, were you ready to actively date or did you like date the podcast essentially? I've been dating my podcast for like over a year. It's like a very long-term relationship. I'm in love. It took me like, I was 
I didn't start the podcast. He broke up with me at the end of November. I started the podcast the end of January. So like, I definitely had like a misery period where I was just like, what the fuck do I do with my life kind of thing? Cause it's like, you hear about these girls that like, you know, they give up their, I didn't give up my friends, thank God. But like people will bend over backwards to make someone else happy. And they forget about the fact that like, you still need to have your own life. You still need to have like your, right, and even yourself. if you don't give up your friends, it's very different. Like if I, like I wouldn't lie, if I was to break up with Evan tomorrow, like I would be hanging out with my friends more. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, no, it, like, it is true. I just needed something for myself. Are most of your friends single? Every one of my friends is in like serious relationships. Right. Most same. It's it's hard. It's like I'm the, the ninth wheel whenever it's like a big crew we're going out. And I don't mind it at this point. And do your friends still go out? They do. There are a few of them that are like homebodies, but like they're still fun. Like, you know, a few drinks, you know, they'll they'll go out and like they'll, a fun dinner. Yeah, fun dinner, but it's like where in New York do you go to like I'm not going to like go to a bar and just like, right. like, Hey, where are the guys? Like, I don't, it's just to like, be set up. Yeah. But anyway, so you started the podcast and right away, did you go on dating apps? Or no. You're saying it was not at the same time. No, I, I went on dating apps probably like as I started the podcast, like probably in the same time. I was like, I have to put myself out there again. Like I need to figure out what I, what I want, like what I don't want. And I had like, a really great date with this guy and we went from on an app. Yeah. From hinge. And I was like, Oh, maybe the apps aren't shit. Maybe it isn't catalog I, shopping. I, I mean, some people have, no, I, I think they're shit. But at this point I was like, I'll give it a shot. Like whatever. Um, went out with the guy a few times. We had a really good time. And ultimately it just, it was like in this like limbo phase where it was like, okay, like this is nothing's happening with this. Right. And I wasn't looking for a relationship, but I feel like guys always assume. Well, I think that like, right. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong or if you don't agree. Like, I think that like all I've been in, I guess four series, three series relationships, like real ones mm-hmm. that like could have been marriage. And the night I met them, I was like, okay, this is going to be something. Yeah. Like, well, you like, know, you know, when you know, yeah. like the like, night I met my like ex-boyfriend from college, literally I knew the second that we were introduced right. like by a friend, I was like, Oh my God. And I'm like fucked. This, yeah. Like, this is going <laughs> to be something. Screwed. This guy right. is going to like suck my soul away. And he did. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to put yourself back out there. So with like, this guy that you met on the app, like, did you meet him and you're like, Oh, this is going to be something. Or you're like, Oh, this can be like a little thing. It, I definitely didn't get the like, Oh my God, I'm going to marry this guy type of thing. I was like, this is a good distraction. I was like, I need distractions. Right. And I had plenty of distractions. Right. I had one guy between my two exes that like we went to dinner twice a week, but by the end of that, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. It's like, like if you don't, don't want to go. Like, yeah. If you don't even, exactly. If you don't want to go on a date, it's because Were you, you don't having like, but I wasn't even having sex with him. Cause like I couldn't like I'm yeah I mean no. I was not prude when I was like younger but now like I've, I've become prude like Same. I said like th- first of all the other day um I was sitting with our mutual friend Shelby and she's like and I told her I was like this is how many people I think I've had sex with and she was like no it's gotta be more than that I'm like I had my bulk of my sexual activity was like from eighth grade to 12th and then it's only been my boyfriends yeah like as I've grown up or got older like I don't want to like I couldn't imagine fucking random like I, I couldn't even imagine bringing people into my home that like I didn't right, know. that you don't know I I can say that I've I've actually never had a one-night stand yeah and people either. are like oh my god you have to have a one-night stand I'm like Why? I just feel I would like feel disgusting. I would feel disgusting I would feel probably very violated but for me it would be like forget not even just like the sex I mean maybe the sex too but like 
coming into like could you, I couldn't imagine for, like I bring strangers in my home yeah to but talk. Not, like we're not gonna but, have sex well, maybe we will. I mean maybe you guys but, <laughs> will never know but like the, you know what I mean like yeah. I wouldn't want someone to see my home like this is my like it's a very personal like, space with, like my parents and like yeah it's it's no. weird like I think that nowadays with dating and I do I agree with you like I was a late bloomer I didn't lose my virginity until my senior year of high school what I lost my virginity at 13 yeah I was like not there like, I, I gave head for the first time at 12 that's insane I didn't Sorry. know oh my god my grandma like listens to that's this she me. she's like what's she's with really? all the fucking <laughs> my mom always says that she's like can you curse less I'm like shut the fuck up no I my love grandma you. goes my grandma texts me I put it on my Instagram story she's like I guess this is the new language fuck this fuck that but it is you can come my cousin just said should I come up you can come up um wait so you lost your virginity at what we have to go back to that yeah Senior I lost my year? virginity almost like right before I graduated well Shelby was a very late I know lover. it's you know the Cam Damby girls like hey were you did you have like boobs and stuff so I hit puberty like I I have boobs and ass now but I didn't I don't know so I went reverse <laughs> literally reverse but I, I feel like I didn't grow into my, like, skin. So you lost your virginity senior year? That's wild. To who? Literally one of my guy friends. I was like, oh, my God, I haven't had sex. I'm about to go to college. Like, what? Like, oh, my God, this is so bad. Like, none of my, like, none of my friends, though, I think, like, one of my friend that, like, lost her virginity, like, maybe freshman year of high school. So you lost your virginity senior year. And why was it so late? Was that weird? So I, like, I... I'm, I'm going to like throw my mom under the bus, but like mom's very old school. You know, you have to wait until you're in love with someone. So my whole life, it was like instilled in well, my doesn't brain. doesn't everyone's mom say that? Yeah, but like I believe my mom. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never been in love. And so. So you didn't think you were in love until senior year? I was. I, I was not in love with any. I've never I mean, what been the in fuck love. does in love mean? Like, like I was not in love with anyone until I dated my college boyfriend. Like factually. Like it, this was just like an act to. You didn't say the word like I love you? No. Did you have boyfriends? Yeah. It's so interesting. Like, you think, I mean, obviously, we're older now, but, like, you have a dating podcast. You, like, know a lot about dating. You know about relationships. You don't think that you felt, I mean, I I also, like, don't even know what in love is. I feel like there's, like, a huge difference that people get confused about lust and love. Like, people. Oh, right. My, the one that I lost my virginity to, I was fucking 13. He was 18. I was obsessed with him. He was disgusted. My parents Mm -hmm. Like basically had him arrested. Like, like literally, he like, was not okay to yeah, me. Yeah, like, like that person. Right, that wasn't love. Like he's right. I think that's a huge misconception pe- that people can't differentiate. And like, but when you're at that age, like I'm surprised yeah. that it took like you you couldn't probably differentiate that back then. But like I'm surprised that you didn't perform sexual activity. Well, I, I never did other that. <laughs> I just didn't have sex until right. my senior year. But then I went to college, and it was like. I went on a rampage. Right. Like it was like I had like just come into my own. And so I was in high school. Yeah. So like I was a late bloomer, but like I made, I made up for it. And then I feel like after you graduate, well, for most people like that, get it out of their system they're like okay I don't want to just like fuck someone and you know move on I like as I said I could not even like even when friends and friend, whatever mutual friends of ours tell me that they have someone back at their apartment to smoke or this or that I'm like that's your space that's your body like hell to the fucking no like no, I, I could agree. not if anyone ever was like oh, I want to smoke or like hang out like I'd be like okay we're going to your and I live by myself no, no. So I don't I even think ne- it's your place I think it's okay we can go, like I'd rather be on the couch we can go to Rose Bar and there's a happy couch there exactly like you don't need to I don't know. I feel like it's so strange. And I also think that, like, I do believe in, 
I guess you could follow my friend, my new friend, one of my new friends I just <laughs> met. She happened to have sex with her boyfriend the first night, and now they are in a great relationship. Yeah, like that can happen. There's the exception to right, the rule, of course. But I could not even imagine like becoming friends with someone. Shelby was making the list, and the guy that I was dating in college, he was oh, and Michael whatever his name and I was like I never had sex with him she's like what you're like I'm like I never had sex with my college boyfriend like I because it was only like two months so I I, like I I don't know I'm very weird like as I got when I was younger and sluttier because you you understand I was wait I are you ever been called like a slut yeah in college for sure okay so I was called a slut in high school like big time like my yeah but you were a slut yeah, I but like not really. But like a hookup slot. Right, a hookup slot. No, no, but it was another level. So slide. you know, I have like a little black sister. My mom. Yeah. So in Jericho, there was this rumor that like it was mine. Get the fuck out. Like I was, I guess, like that made me. I guess I was clearly a slut. So you were a whore because you had a baby. People like, like <laughs> my cousin called me hysterically crying. Yeah. Oh, well, Jesus. Definitely. Series of a uh, series of events. Like you lost your virginity early. Like you probably went through what I went through in college at a younger point of your right. life. Like I didn't think sex was a big deal. Like my cousin just had a hookup slut. Like I would make out with random guys, but not random. My all my guy friends. Like oh yeah, I had a friend's high school dinner the other night, and I'm like I've hooked up with every. Literally, this guy. I've here. been at those like dinners and like pre games before, and I'm like yeah, <laughs> I all of literally. You. I'm looking around the room. This is great. But in college, that was you. Yeah, in college, that was me. So my freshman year, I went to fashion school in Manhattan. And and then you transferred? And then I transferred. You went to Indiana, right? Yeah, I transferred to the business school. I, I can't just, comprehend that. Yeah, it's wild. I So I... Shouldn't it be reverse? Literally, like, reverse. I, like, did... I didn't play sports in high school. I would, like, take the train and take classes at FIT, did, like, internships, like, was, like, doing really well. So I was like, okay, I'm either going to, like, go do the college experience which like my brother went to Wisconsin. So I loved, and I love sports. That's where like, she went. Oh, that's amazing. Um, and my sister goes to Indiana. Oh, I went, I mean, I went there. Um, and so like being in the city, I think because like we grew up right outside of the city, like we, I would come out and, you know, go out with my camp friends in the city and in high school and like do all of that. It felt like a safe bet. Um, did you apply to other schools? Yeah. And like, I got into a bunch of schools. I got into Indiana. Like I, chose the safe bet because I was like, okay, I'm going to invest in my career in and fashion. And you also know that you were going to like it. Exactly. And it was like an all girls fashion school. And it was like, okay, on the weekends we'd go to like, you know, all the clubs. And it was, I felt like I was skipping a stage of my life. Well, that's very mature to realize, I think. Cause I got into NYU, but I, my mom and dad were like, no, no NYU. And I've said this literally on every podcast I've done, but they were like, my mom was like, if you go to NYU, you're going to wind up just like, not that she did anything wrong, but she's like, you're going to go to NYU, NYU, you're going to move in with your boyfriend or whoever your boyfriend's going to be. And you're going to like get married and that's going to be your life. I need you to go to another school. And she was like, BU is fine. Mm -hmm. So I thought that of course I'd get into BU. And then, yeah. So I didn't wind up getting into BU. Their loss. Yeah. Actually, though. Literally. And I don't... Whatever. Anyway. It wasn't meant to be. That's that's the silver lining And Shelby, our mutual friend, was going to um, Syracuse. So last minute, I applied to Syracuse. And, like, after the deadline, and of course I got in, and I went there, and I was like, fuck this. Like, I did not want to be there. I was, like, not What did you not enjoy about Everything. Like, I'm not afraid. Like, at that point, I was just like, I don't think I was drinking at that point. I was just like a huge pothead. 
I thought everyone, I just thought the whole, like, I couldn't imagine going for a sorority. Yeah. My roommate (laughs) was also from Manhattan and our other guy friend was from the city too. And we just flew home every weekend. Like we were not having it. And of course I wound up transferring to NYU, but I look back on that and I'm like, I thought I was so cool and mature, but like what would have been cool and mature was to realize like, this is the one point in your life that like, you're going to camp. Like you're one, yeah. yeah, school is hard, but like you have to do well, you have to pass. And like, you can be in a frat or sorority. I'm not fr- I always got a frat, a sorority. No, I, they're the same thing to me. I didn't, like, I was not in a sorority. Like, that did not appeal to me Like, at I all. thought it was, everyone was such losers, but, like, no, no one's such losers. This is the time to, like, have fun and do that. So I think that, like, you realizing that, like, what you just said is very smart and mature. It was probably, we, now like, we have all this. Like, now I feel like I'm 55 years old. I mean, I still feel like I'm, like, 55 years old, to be honest. But, like, yeah, I, I was, like, I don't want to look back and be, like, I regret not doing this because it's the one time in your life that you can do it. So how did you feel about it? It was really conflicting. Um, I transferred with my best friend from fashion school and we lived together. It was like a built-in like situation. It was, we got very lucky, but like it was, it was a hard time for me to like say, okay, I'm going to essentially like give up on my dream of fashion and live my life. But you could have also pursued it in a weird way there, no? I did. I was a fashion merchandising minor and I was in the business school and it gave me like a great scope of things. But when I graduated and I applied for like buying positions, like assistant buyers, things like that. Which like, you slave for in the city. Literally, the salary was like $35,000 and I was and like. And you slave. Like my friend was a buyer at Helmut Lang for like two years. and like, I interned for Helmut Lang. It was insane. Yeah. And it was just like, okay, what am, what am I doing? Like. I want to make money. I don't want to rely on anyone. How was it dating in Indiana? You had a boyfriend? Like, what was the frat life like? So I had a boyfriend, like, my sophomore year when I transferred, it was like, okay, I was, like, released from a cage because I had just come from an all-girls fashion school. But didn't you meet people in the city? Yeah, but, like, no one that was, like, exciting. Like, maybe it was people that I hung out with that just didn't make the experience enjoyable, but I felt like... It was like, okay, I would take the six train to and from class. And then it was like, okay, what now? When people say to me, they're like, did you like NYU? I'm like, it was amazing, but it's not a school. Like, it's not a school. It's not not like what you It feels like you're going to work at home. That's exactly what it was. It was fine for me because I was living with my older boyfriend and we had our social life. But like, I have three friends from NYU. Yeah, exactly. So it was like, this is my shot. I'm going to go. And I did it. And I ended up meeting someone the end of my sophomore year who I dated for like six months. That, was, that wasn't the one you fell in love with. No, I didn't meet the guy that I fell in love with until my senior year. Um, I had a lot of fun in college. Like, I do not regret transferring. I think it was, at the time, like, the hardest decision to make because it was, like, we're all yeah, afraid. Yeah, I know, like, a lot of the young, unknown. I know, like, a, a, lot of, a lot of young girls listen to this. And, like, I think that a lot of people get really stressed out about making the change, but sometimes whether it's in work or college, like just do it. Yeah. Like you have to do the paperwork. (laughs) Right. Just honestly, like if you don't feel happy in whatever situation you're in, whether it's like your job or where you are in college or like a relationship, trust your gut and like jump on that instinct. I feel like so many people are like comfortable being comfortable but if you don't push yourself out of that zone and try something new, which is why both of us started this. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to see what else is out there. 
And while it was such a hard decision, it's a, it was and it's worth also it. such like a reverse decision. I feel like that's what I meant. It, yeah, like, I it think was. that like most people go from like that to a city. Like you were like, okay, I'm here. And I think you probably knew in the back of your head you were going to wind up here. Yeah, I always knew I was going to come back to New York. Like that was like a built-in like plan. Like right. I, I don't ever see myself leaving New York either. So I was like, this is my one chance to like go to the Midwest, like <laughs> shit that no one says, and like live my life and enjoy college and like have the opposite of what I thought I wanted initially. Right. And it was such a growing experience and like a, you know, fucking up experience. Like I think I've learned so much about myself through college that if I had stayed in the city, I feel like I would have just been like a fashion blogger. Like I feel like I would have like literally done, you could have done well with that. Yeah, for sure. But like, (laughs) I mean, literally though, I know I'd be like getting paid to like post on Instagram, but like, that's not how I wanted my life to play out. So how did you want your life to play out? See, this is the good stuff. This is what people want to hear. Yeah. I I wanted to, do you have any like vision? Like I always say, like, I didn't really think about like what I was going to be like my family. We always talked about business. Like my mom is a decorator and does well. And my dad was really successful in all of his sectors. And we always talked about business at the table, like at dinner. Yeah. And, but I never like thought like, oh, like what is Tyler going to be doing? Like, did you think about your future? I think that at that point I was not thinking about my future. I think that like when I graduated, it like, it was like a fucking like million blocks fell on me. I was like so lost. I was like, I just had this amazing experience in college, but like while people are getting jobs senior year, I was like, I'll figure it out. Like whatever. And then graduated. Did you move home? Yeah. I moved home for eight months, which was like the most depressing experience (laughs) of my life. And I commuted to the city to a job for eight months. Oh, so you got a job right away. Yeah. I got a job right away. And what? Um, doing sales for a tech company which was the opposite. So I got these job offers at, you know, these, you know, really great designers with no salary. And my parents were like, we love you, but we're we not, not going to pay for your rent. Like, I'm so happy. Like every single person I've had on basically like doesn't want to talk about finance stuff. And I think it's so important for people to hear like parents often don't want to help kids out. And like, you can't just start a podcast with like, right. Exactly. And I think it's really important, especially for like women, like a lot of people, they have this idea in their mind that like, okay, like they'll get married and like live off of their like husband's who money. Who the fuck would want to do that? No, like you need something for yourself. And, and you like, also need some, yeah, I was going to say for self-worth, which is what you just said. Exactly. Like, you want, like I even, my parents have helped me out forever and, um, I think and hope my boyfriend would help me out if I needed it. But like, I don't want that. You want to feel indebted to someone, right. you know, you want to feel like you have your own empire. Right. And I think that the fact that like I work 50 hour work week and then I do my podcast, I mean, it's a grind. Like it, as I just said, and to me and to a guy, like that's a turn on. That's cool. That's interesting. So wait, so your parents were like, I'm not helping you out at all. They were like, we will pay for you to park your car and get into the city and your meals for a few months. And then I started making good money and started saving it. And I was like, all right, I got to get the fuck out of my parents' house. Like, I'm literally losing my shit. Um, And so I moved into the city and, like, they don't teach you about, like, uh, paying bills and taxes and, like, 401ks. Isn't that crazy? You sit in fucking class about God knows what. Yeah, I'm like, I don't give a shit about chemistry and, like, what the, like, the square root of element. I don't even know what the shit, like, I was not, like, a, a student student. I've always been a creative person. And I hated it always. So I was like, okay, what am I gonna do now? Like, 
what is the next step for me? And I think my parents, as much as like, I hated them for it, then them being like, we're cutting you off. You have to figure this out for yourself. Like I have paid my, I, I support myself fully, like completely. And I have for the last three and a half years. And I think that it's really important for people to like know that because you don't need to rely on anyone like for your happiness, for finance. I was also raised that way. It wasn't like a situation where it was like, like my mother always instilled in my brain. You don't need a man for your happiness. You can never rely on a man for money because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. So that was like embedded in my brain my entire life. So when they were like, okay, figure it out kind of thing. I was so angry at them. But now I look back and I'm like, thank God. Because oh I, my God, I, full I li- on. Yeah. I look at people that don't have that and I'm like, that's great parenting, you know, yeah. like being sarcastic. Of course, because it's like, how can you appreciate a dollar? How can you appreciate anything unless you work for it? Right. Like I, my parents made me get a job at like 15 years old. Oh, I was really? like, wait, why? They were like, because you need to figure like out, like you're going to be working. Like you have to do this. But I also think the other stuff is so important too. And like, I don't know why there aren't courses about like taxes and shit. Like it doesn't make sense. Cause that's like all we really do need to know. Like, right. Even having a podcast and like I have like an LLC, right? Like I have, I had to like file taxes for my podcast. Yeah, like, same. I it, mean, literally already. Yeah. Like my mom was, and even like writing things off, like nobody tells you about that. No. So it's like, okay, welcome to being an adult. You don't know anything about anything. Like here you are. This is, this is life. And it's scary as shit, but I feel like it's really important for people to know that like you can do it. And like, it's important to have your independence because even if you're in an amazing relationship with someone and you, you know, you see yourself getting married and engaged and financially everything looks great. Like you don't know what is going to happen. Like shit can hit the fan. My dad passed away at 52 years old. I mean, 51, like you don't fucking know what's going to happen tomorrow. You have no idea. So so, like, yeah, I think that also my dad's ex-girlfriend, like, the one thing I learned from her is like, it's so fucking like, first of all, you don't hear about girls like paying their ex-husbands like right. that to me is like goals. Literally. You know? I mean, like, I don't want to have to pay anyone. No, of course like, not. You know, that's not, that's yeah. not goals, but the fact but, that you could be able to do right. that is very important. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing. I think it's really exciting. And I think that like us pursuing our passions and doing all this is like, eyelash going on <laughs> is um like amazing but what me so you fell into this other career not the podcast how you just kept doing because so. I decided I wanted to make a lot of money and I was like okay I am very tenacious I'm dr- I'm driven like I my entire life my parents were like if someone gets in your way in life like they're fucked like that's just did your me. mom work yeah my mom worked my dad works still um the way that like is he old why you're saying still yeah because he's like, he's like 60. I'm like, Oh, he's, he like, he will be retiring. But like the way that it was just instilled in my brain is like, figure it out kind of thing. Like that was just it always like, there was no like, okay, you're going to have us to lean on. And it's challenging. They also don't teach you about like having a credit card and like doing, I always say like stick with debit as long as you can. Of course it's good to build credit, but like I have a, I have a credit card for just reoccurring my bills. Like I do, I use my debit card for everything. And my friends are like, you're crazy. Get the points. I'm like, same with my boyfriend. He's always like, you got points, get points. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm an impulsive shopper. That is no, I just think it's stupid. I think it's better to stay within like what you can actually spend, like Like, live with your means. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that like, that's a really good piece of advice. Like get a credit. I mean, I don't don't even think that you need to get a credit. I don't know. No, I agree. I think that 
the majority of my friends that have credit cards are in serious debt. Yeah. Which is a wild thing. Like I don't, I can't believe that I know these girls that have come from these well off families that are in fucking debt. Right. Like thousands and thousands of thousands of dollars. Can you imagine? I mean, no, no. I can't because like I would be so in over my head. Like I can't imagine the kind of stress that like would cause someone. Yeah. And also like, just like the fact that we were never like taught about these things. Right. Like it's not okay. I know someone who had a credit card bill of like $15,000. Right. And they're like, what now? And it's like, I, I, I can't give you advice, <laughs> but I think that like, Are you asking me for a loan. Like I can't, I can't give you a loan, but I mean, I think it's just important that people have that instilled in their brains that at the end of the day, all you have is yourself Yeah. and every aspect it's So important. and you need to have something for yourself. Like, so since I want to go back to dating. So since the breakup, since leaving the apps, how are you meeting people? Do you think about money when you meet people? Do you think about where they are in terms of career wise? Like, no, I mean, I definitely would never date someone who isn't career driven. Cause I mean, I am a full-time like hustler. That's just like my personality, who I am. Um, I meet people through friends, like I'm all about like organic thing. I'm like, an, I'm an old soul. Like I don't, why no apps? I just find it to be like catalog shopping. Like maybe I'm just bitter from past experiences, but I just feel like, you know, if my head was tilted weird in a picture, like that's your only impression of me. Like you have no idea who I am. Well, I always say there's no drive. Like if you meet someone at a bar, you meet someone on the street. Like I'm like, oh, he's hot. He seems cool. Somebody like there's an incentive to get off the couch and to want to go meet them. Like with an app, it's like, who the fuck is this person? It's like, it's almost like it's a robot and you're like, ugh, I don't want to go. And it just seems like a daunting experience. Like, I don't want to go on this date, like whatnot. So how long have you been off them? I have not been on the dating apps since like, I think maybe like eight months. Have you met anyone through your podcast? No one that like I would take it seriously. In any Have you capacity. gone out with anyone? Not like go out, out, but like, you know, I've gone on dates with people that I've had on the show. That's so funny. It's, it's a weird dynamic because like, that's not my intention. I've also met people that I'm like, get the fuck out of my apartment. Like this I, is right. You have them at your apartment too, right? Yeah. So I haven't had anyone that like, I really don't like mutually know from someone. Yeah. Stay tuned. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. It's a, it's a very like weird situation to be in, but I think like to go back and you live alone now, right? Yeah. I live alone, but like to go back to like your like original question, like I think that in New York, it's really hard to meet people. Like we're people are always on the go. We're always grinding. Even when you're walking down the street, like what you experience is a rarity. That's happened to me once in the last year. And it was like, not a situation I wanted to be in. Like the guy was like following me down the street, but it was like, Almost like it was creepy. It's so weird. I feel like, I mean, like I'm nodding my head, but at the same time, I feel like I don't agree at all. Like when I go to my friend's birthday parties or I don't know, go out with girlfriends, which doesn't happen that often. Like, I feel like I always meet guys that I think seem decent. Well, lucky you. Like, where are you going that I'm not going? I don't know. I'll have to say you. You're going to like, literally going to like point me in the right direction. That's why like, I can't get over it when people are like, it's so hard. I'm like, it's so easy. I think maybe it's like a personal problem. But I also guess I'm also not like. You're in a relationship. Right. So like you're, you have a different perspective than someone who's Right. Like who knows? These guys might be fucking freaks after you meet them. Right. And also like there's the fuck boy, you know, there's the guy that like is, is in it for the chase and then they get what they want and then it's like, okay, game over, you know? And it's like, you have to be cognizant of like people's actions and the way that they treat you. And I think a lot of people avoid red flags and live in this like fantasy land of like what people go on dates and they've already like 
had an idea of like what their life is going to play well, out with especially this person. on the apps. I think right. The Wait, so how do you meet people now? Well, I mean, I'm so single. Like I, I've met people like through friends, like the only guys that are in my life are like people that I met, like, you know, like at a birthday party or like, you know, introductions through friends. Like I'm all about organic. Like I, like my parents met on a, like a legitimate blind date and I'm like, are your parents still together? They are like How many years, 32 years, wow. which is insane Mine are together. Well, they were never got divorced or separated, but they were together for 27 before like splitting. Like that's like how old I am. Like yeah. that's crazy. In a few months I'll be that's 27. That's what do you wild. think about, um, like people staying together forever? Do you think that's like a real thing? Like, like yeah. do you think the people <sighs> our age that are getting engaged and married, do you think that like they're going to last? I think that it's very different now. I think because of technology and the accessibility of reaching other people, it's really hard for having a sustainable relationship. I think it is like circumstantial, like, you know, to each their own, right? Like you and your boyfriend, you, you know, you can get married and, you know, be together forever and that's fine. But I think that, I think that every relationship has its like rules. Like I know plenty of couples that have been together for 10 plus years and they have open relationships. Really? Yeah. But to me, like why? Like I'd rather fucking masturbate. Yeah. I don't, I can't really understand that part of it, but I think that it like, Like, first of all, masturbating is, I mean, I have a great sex life and we have good yeah, sex. Yeah, but like you but still like have to take care of yourself. Yeah, like, like let's be real. Clitoral stimulation is essentially better yeah, than. Yeah, that like because like we as women, we mature quicker than men. That's like not time. even like a question. But on top of that, like I'm definitely like an old soul born in the wrong generation. So like I need someone right. that can challenge me. Are you still going out and partying? I am. I, um, I've had literally weddings back to back to back, like of your friends, no family, which is even worse. My grandma's like, you're the last one. I'm like, I know. Thank you for pointing that out. Like I am, I am the last one. Do they, do your parents give you pressure? I think they just want me to be happy and they think that happiness could equate in a relationship. But I don't, you are happy. Right. So I'm like, I don't, I don't need someone else like to define me or make me happy. And I think that's a big misconception with like many people that are probably listening is they think they need someone else to make themselves happy. But at the end of the day, like even start a podcast. Yeah. But like, love yourself, figure out what you need. And in order to be in a successful relationship, I think you need to love yourself. Yeah. And also agreed a hundred percent. If you don't love yourself, you're going to enter in a hell hole of a relationship. Okay. Give someone advice that's a little younger than us dating in the city or trying to make a change in their life. Something to leave them with. I would just say, like, trust your gut. Always trust your gut. Like, we always convince ourselves that, like, we don't know what's right. Or, like, we want something different. At the end of the day, like, your gut is always going to tell you the truth. So love yourself. Do your own thing. But if you know subconsciously that you're in a situation that isn't going to work out or you're not happy with it, be okay to walk away from it. Like, you do not need someone to make you happy. That's good. All right. Thanks, Melissa. Thank you.